Welcome to a very low energy urgent care. <laughs> I am your sleepy host, Joel Kim Booster. I'm wide awake. Me sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a podcast about helping people, especially <laughs> callers and emailers who specifically are seeking help from us. And we Two don't people. know why. We don't know yeah. why. Two people but- who do not have any credentials to be helping people at all. Really don't have it go don't have it going on, don't have it together, don't have it figured out. <laughs> and, and yet, yet here we are, 79 <laughs> episodes deep into an advice podcast. Can you believe Is this really? Every every time we say the number of the episodes, I go, wait, what? what? <laughs> still? <laughs> people are still letting us do this. <laughs> it's crazy. It the is lack of oversight wild. is iconic. <laughs> <laughs> No one at Sirius has ever listened to a minute of this podcast. And as soon as they do, we get yanked off the air. <sighs> Joel. Mitra. Joel. How the hell are you? You know, I'm pretty good. I had a really long week of work. Um, very physically draining. I was in running running up and down stairs and heels all week. I'm in a lot Ooh. of pain, but I feel really good. And that sounds sexy as hell, though. It was sexy as hell. No, I um I was in a dress that I couldn't fill out. So I'm <laughs> I literally like stuffed my bra for a week. <laughs> I like looked at myself and I was like, wow, my boobs look amazing. And I was like, oh right, it's not my boobs. <laughs> Never really done that before. Very funny to me. <laughs> what did so, you stuff them with? I just had like a cutlet in there to like, r- like fill the, mind the got gap. It, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> um, and for those a who don't know what a cutlet is, it's basically you're just like sticking fake tit in uh, and, it, and it like sticks to the tit. I thought um, it, w- it was like a literal chicken cutlet. You had, you had a there. rotting rancid chicken cutlet. Sounds I mean, like that's a, very sounds like a smoothie Debra's. you would make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Deborah's though. Very Deborah's to have a rotting piece of chicken as your cutlet. Well, I told you boob. the, I told you what didn't get in last season, which was like, pipe icing into my tits and they rot on right. during the episode yeah. and it was so, deemed not too disgusting. Um, yeah, so not far off. But um, I feel good. Um, I got like drunk last night, oh which my was God, very go off. I know. I felt very like sort of college vibes. Like I, I, I don't remember the last time I like did a shot of something and I did a shot of something. Wow. <laughs> I feel so stupid today. I like <laughs> I just feel like disgusting. Like I, I've already showered and I've already washed my face like twice because it's just like the ooze of like mm-hmm. being hung over but it's mm-hmm. kind of nice like i i don't want to make this a regular thing for me but it was nice to be like wow i'm like hung over from having fun <laughs> and <laughs> that's magic um yeah other than that um not much to report um have you i know you did the the table read thing but have you are you did you watch all of bling empire um no i watched um a part parts of it i watched like the episode that we did and um, other parts of it. I have like, um, I have sort of an allergy to um, rich Asian narratives right now. Sure. Because I'm not Understandable. rich Asian. <laughs> yes, it's triggering to you. It's triggering to me. 
Yeah, so. it opens up. It opened up. I'm, well, I'm sorry to have even mentioned it. Um, but but do you, have you watched and have you loved? I'm watching it. I like just pressed pause on uh, episode four. I'm having a great time. It's just like, but it, but I will say it is. And I think this is just going to be a, a symptom of the disease of reality TV being a thing for so long until we figure out what the next phase of reality TV is, mm-hmm. where it's like there are moments like someone throwing a drink at someone's face for like nothing where I was just like, you know that you're supposed to do this, but I'm like, why are you doing this? Like it felt very Jen Shaw in Salt Lake city. There are moments Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. where I was just like, you got to earn it. Joel, how are you? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. I am, um, just fresh off of a visit home as readers and listeners and chefs might remember and recall I was home last weekend surprising my mother for Mother's Day How'd it go? It was great she cried which was of course the goal you know when you surprise a parent you want them to sob You want want humiliation I want yeah I wanted to humiliate that woman um, on her special day Um, (laughs) and so mission accomplished that happened it was a lot of um, fun being home I was only home for like a little over 24 hours um, but it was it was good it was good to see my nephew and my greatest enemy my niece um, still (laughs) like what's going on with you guys you got still in a cold war no (laughs) apologies she still every time she sees me pretends like she has never met me before wow She's That's such, rancid. That's nasty. She is, she is such a nasty woman. <laughs> Just a, such a nasty woman. I can't even get over it. Um, yeah, she like hides behind her dad as though she's never, as though like when I give her a gift, oh my God, it's like, come run over to me and greet so she's me. she's fake. She's a fake. She's a fake. Um, I, I won't say what I really, what I would say off mic about her, but she's fake. Um and what's it start with it starts with a d okay yeah not what you (laughs) thought not what you thought was it no i'm surprised (laughs) and um in the interest of alienating our listeners we had sort of i had sort of a massive personal life development that uh related to the podcast this week and it was really wonderful (laughs) oh yeah that was really great we can't talk about it on on pod probably we can't talk about it on the pod but i love this i love to alienate the listeners community involved will be excited for the shout out Exactly. Exactly. Um, other than that, um, I performed indoors for the first time um, How was this that? week. It was wild. It was truly wild. I mean, I did. It was the first time performing indoors. Also, the first time doing an hour um, set in like a year and a half, and Holy it shit. was really wild. The show sold out, which was great. Um, it was in Orange County, so it was a mixed bag of people who reminded me of my parents and <laughs> who were ashamed of me. But um, it was also a lot of like Asians and gays, so it felt you... like really cool and and nice. And it went well. Yeah, it went really well. I crushed. That's it. Was great. like it was like riding a fucking bike. Wow! And after after a year of complaining about not being funny, he gets back on the he gets back on the horse. And he yeah, but I will say it was all old jokes. So it was like it was from like it was all stuff I wrote back when I was funny, and now um, <laughs> none of the stuff that I've written that uh, you know I, I haven't been able to write any new material. Did you try the spider funny. material? You know what? I didn't, and I should. I probably should. I should probably introduce that soon. 
yeah, let's get that. Let's get that into the fold soon because, <laughs> <laughs> because we know that works and we yeah. know that that's, it that's works on job. you. You're dumb ass. You're dumb ass with laugh. and the listeners. It's a, it's a critical darling. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> um, but for, for the listeners, I just want to say my mic doesn't work. And now I just feel like I'm fully FaceTiming Joel. <laughs> <laughs> And that's fun. And that's good. We love that. Um, so I want to say uh, really quickly, um, if you'd like to see me indoors and you live in D.C., I will be in at the Arlington Draft House on June 10th through the 12th. And then the following week on the 18th and 19th, I'll be in Bloomington, Indiana, if you happen to be in Bloomington, It's Indiana. so surreal to hear you be promoting. I know. It's crazy. I'm like fully touring now. Um, oh, I'm, shit. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. And I'll be in Nashville in July, too. So if you want to see me in any of those cities, like uh, DM me for details or look, just look up my name in those cities and it should probably come up. I don't Damn. Know. That rocks. I know, right? exciting um, i would love to see some chefs at those shows if they're comfortable coming out i would love that it would make me feel so happy actually we, i know we have talked about merch a lot but should we just make a buy chef shirt yeah. <laughs> i'm a buy chef i'm a bisexual chef yeah i <laughs> I, I think we should and I, sh I should just t-shirt cannon them out at the shows <laughs> Um, cause anybody, no, get them on a, you should put them on a frying pan and like toss them out. Into the <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very covered in grease. <laughs> um, wait, speaking yeah. of our chefs, should we get into our cup dates? I guess so. This is like, normally we spend like 20 minutes chatting up top and today we just have nothing to say to each other. I just have nothing going on. Like, like yeah, I have like, the same for me. work, but I'm like, I'm not like. Oh, like the other day at work, like I ate French toast. It's like, like literally like there's just nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. There's really nothing for me to say either. Um, I have sort of returned to the world of bad hookups now. Um, that's okay. been happening a lot lately. Um, just fresh off the Shigella, I'm searching for my next parasite. You know, that's just... <laughs> I'm a, I'm addicted to getting parasites now, so Boo! I'm going to see which one I can get. Um, yeah, let's get to the updates. Well, wait. needs to hear about this. Okay, here's my question, though, because there's so much stuff on TikTok right now about, like, people getting rid of parasites and stuff. And, like... Really? Yes. You and mean like, I could have turned... I could have parlayed this into a TikTok video? For sure. Oh. You could have showed the shit in your bed for views. <laughs> <laughs> but... Is um like you had a parasite. Yeah. How do you know when it's gone? Um it the, the symptoms go away and um I no longer feel like shit and I'm not shitting my pants like five times a day anymore. People are like being like, I definitely like passed a parasite and I'm like, are you like shitting out like a Oh, I don't think you <laughs> see it. I don't think you I don't think you like birth it and like you see the parasite. I've been like so confused but also like completely unwilling to do any research but i'm just like yeah no, okay sounds, glad to clear this amazing. up thank you <laughs> yeah. no i didn't see the parasite pass through me by any means it's not oh. like a it's not like that kind of parasite where it's like a little worm that you can see that's what i was mad um, i was like you you eat a bunch of seeds and then like the centipede slithers out of there <laughs> no 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 nothing like that nothing like that at all no, nothing quite so horrific <laughs> uh, it would be funnier it would be much funnier and 
much scarier, I think, but no. Yeah. Not for me. It's just a course right. of antibiotics. That's all. Understood. Thanks. Not- wow, this is actually like true medical. Yeah. <laughs> now we can finally reply to the medical emails we get all the time. <laughs> we are good. Exactly. We get so much spam now. Anyway. We we really do. Um okay. Would you read this email? I'm tired. And this I would is love a long to read email. it. Thank you. Uh so an email. Hello. Oh, wait, hold on. Double threat. Um, oh, so this was the one who, um, she was bi, but she didn't, she couldn't show it because she's in a relationship with a man. Yes. And she was like, how do I express that part of myself? Okay. Hello. I'm part of the legions of bi woman chefs and I'm contacting you in response to double threat, which was so exciting to hear because it sounded like I could have written it. I was, I also was quietly wrestling with the question, am I bi or what for over a decade? In 2019, I married a cishet man, and less than a year later, one of my favorite Instagrammers was doing an AMA about bisexuality, and I said, I'm getting a lot of questions from women asking, am I bi if? Girl, if you have to ask, you are. I mentioned this because if you have a ton of bi listeners, you undoubtedly have some bi questioning listeners. Oh, babe, we know. That (laughs) one... That one little moment shifted my identity and understanding of myself, and maybe it will help someone else. Good news for double threat. Feeling not bi enough and wondering how to be visible in non-queer and queer spaces is part of the bi experience. You're doing it. Definitely get into bi social media spaces and bi memes because there is so much entertaining and affirming content out there. Did you know that lemon lemon bars are the official food of bisexuality? Whoa. (laughs) I mean, sure. (laughs) Next This advice may not be universal, but might I suggest dabbling in drag? I've done some drag king performance in amateur nights at my local gay bars, and there's something so satisfying and fun and sexy about people throwing money at you and calling you hot while you're doing something that's obviously so queer. Total affirmation of your bias without any sex or dating involved. Final advice, lean into buy fashion stereotypes. Even if it's not exactly your style, it's fun to play dress up sometimes and signal that you're part of the community. Some buy fashion cliches are flannels, denim jackets, cuffed jeans, cuffed t-shirts, tucked in shirts, bands or converse. And yes, there is a bisexual Bob haircut. Congrats to Double Threat on her self-discovery. And by the way, Joel and Mitra, discovering this podcast soon after I came out to myself has been a big part of my own. Oh my God, I am by journey. Love you all. Everyone sit on my face if you want to, but I've also, but I've always wondered would Joel or Mitra actually want to sit on a woman's face. I've listened to every urgent care app on Spotify, but they don't include the one where this joke started. It's literally the reason I'm considering getting stitcher premium. How Babe, did it, you'd have to go back. Yeah. Way, way. Somebody, somebody said it. And then a bunch of people started saying it. Yes. Someone said it's it to Joel and we had such, and it, and it was like, after like, I, I think like a really emotional question and it was like, and also Joel sit on my face and we were so shocked. And then it and, just, and I think you were jealous too. I, I think je- that's I like, it came sure. out of a place of jealousy for sure. It was when we were really starting to compete on this podcast mm-hmm. for the affection <laughs> of our listeners. Yeah. And that was just so clearly like a violation w- towards me yeah. <laughs> that it became part of the canon. <laughs> I got to say the by fashion cliches, that's literally all I wear. So I guess I'm projecting bias, and I didn't even know it. Like tucked in shirts, Vans or Converse, that just sounds like what I wear every day. Yeah. I feel like you're sort of projecting bias right now with your little headband you're right now. Yeah, um, for sure. 
<laughs> Listeners can't see, but Mitra is projecting bias today. Well, um, this next one is um, this is another cup date slash second opinion for um, Damsel and Directs. And we, this is in response to the cup date that we got the last time, which was the cup date from the last time was use not say you lie about having a latex allergy and use non latex condoms. And we have, um, some really troubling, um, cup, a really troubling cup date. Um, hopefully you, you didn't take that piece of advice because here's the, here's the rub. Chelsea. Hi, Joel and Misha, Misha and Joel and Sydney. If you're listening, I love you all. I'm calling with a, um, Urgent cup date enough that I pause the episode uh, to call in. This is for Damsel Indirects. Um, so the suggestion was to say that you have a latex allergy. Um, non-latex condoms do not protect against STIs fully. Repeat, do not do that if you are looking to protect yourself against STIs. <clears throat> As someone who is canonically a slut who sleeps with men, um, just find condoms and a lube that you like and bring them and just be like, fuck you if you're not cool with this. Grow up and, um, yeah, have fun. Uh, please be safe. <laughs> Love you guys. Sit on my phone. Now, of course, did I look into this at all? Did I research whether or not this was true? Did I second source it at all? No. Um, we're just taking this stranger's advice at face value and saying non-latex condoms do not protect against STIs as efficiently as latex condoms, apparently. Um, I would love to hear another like sort of point counterpoint. I, I would love to actually just continue to um, help Damsel and Directs by giving her conflicting advice every week of this podcast moving forward. So if someone <laughs> could call in and um, sort of refute this, that would be great. Yeah, we want this to be, go on until the podcast ends. <laughs> just one piece of conflicting advice for this nice person every week until we stop doing this. Until she just wa- stops wanting to have sex altogether. Until we've just completely sucked her dry of all of her libido because Please. she's so stressed out about these condoms. Were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly that. Um, yes, <laughs> well, this is the end of our cup date segment. A- another quick, short cup dates this week thank you so much for everybody writing in with your cup dates and your second opinions we can't play all of them but um we love all the feedback that we get from you guys especially um when it's important information like this apparently non-latex condoms don't protect against stis and we we love the advice we get when it's nice to us is <laughs> yeah, that is very true that is very true but we understand um, that occasionally once every thousand years we're wrong about something <laughs> and we hate that we hate Mo- but mostly we're that. we're completely right yeah never wrong um except for the few times that we are <laughs> the many times that we are um okay that's it let's take a break and when we come back i will be wide awake and ready to answer your calls and emails wide awake i'm wide awake we're wide awake and we are back from break <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. This is going to be a really fun episode. I can tell already. Um, (laughs) I'm sort of deliriously tired for no reason whatsoever. And Mitra is um, Mitra. So that's true. Nevertheless, she persisted. (laughs) Um, Let's get in. We have a call and I'd love to listen to it, Chelsea. 
Hey, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. Okay. So, um, first, I love you both equally. Please don't hate me. I don't know what order I said that in. But I have a situation with my roommate. I love my roommate so much. She's literally the sweetest. But she has a really bad habit, I mean, dangerous habit, of drinking and driving. Like, no matter what I say to her, she'll just be like, yeah, I need to stop. Like, I'm not going to do it again. She has a couple drinks, and she's like, I want to sleep in my bed. And she'll drink and drive. On top of that, she also texts and drives, which makes it even more dangerous. And she's already been in, like, a 10-car pile up because of texting and driving and in a couple other accidents because of texting and driving. So she's just really a hazard to be on the road whenever she's even had one ounce of alcohol. So I don't know what to do. Like, I already have to sit down, talk with her, and be like, girl, you're being so selfish by doing this. Like, you could literally kill someone. You could hurt yourself. But then the other night, I came home, and she was passed out. She parked so close to my car that I had to pull in. I had to walk in through the driver's side, uh, I mean, through the passenger side door. And she put pizza rolls in the oven, which you make them in the microwave, (laughs) and then fell asleep. So she could have, like, burnt our house down. So I really need to have a talk with her, or I really need to come up with a plan with her and be like, girl, I don't go out drinking with you every time you go drinking, so I can't be there to take your keys from you. Like, you're going to end up doing something stupid on accident and hurt yourself or someone else. So any advice? Um, would be great. I really would enjoy some unhinged advice, you know, something crazy, something dramatic, really stir something up. I've been bored and inside for a long time. So I feel like that really adds some spice to my life. But thank you. Have a great day. Um, also, y'all sit on my face um, whenever COVID's over. Thanks. Bye. Well, guess what, bitch? COVID's over. COVID is over, bitch. Just kidding. It's not over. Please be careful if you're not vaccinated. Wear your mask indoors if you aren't. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. What should we name this person? Um, okay. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Um, Dare. What? Dare program. Like, Dare. Yeah. Dare program. Out there. Um, How about room- Rad? Roommates Against Drunk yeah, Driving. Yeah. Roommates Against Drunk okay. Driving. Okay. Um, so this to me, like, I would like end a friendship over this. Like, I think this is like so selfish and so fucked up. I, I know multiple people like uh, my friend in college almost died because he was hit by a drunk driver. Like, like it's really like, it's fucked up that, and and I know people who have done this and like, it has like completely changed my opinion of them to like, to see people, especially like a repeat behavior, but like, it's just such a selfish thing. And it really speaks to this person's character. So I think there are like a lot of different routes you can take. I mean, I think you can like have an intervention or whatever, like you can get other friends involved with this because she's clearly still not taking it seriously. Like it's not cute. It's not charming. It's fucked up. It's selfish. Someone will die. She's already been in a horrible accident. It's crazy. Everything that's, everything that's already happened 
to her, like, is all the stuff that I was like, well, she needs to be in an accident for her to really take this. Oh, she's been in an accident. Okay. Uh, she really needs to, like, hurt her. Oh, she has hurt herself. Okay. She really needs to, like, get close to hurting you. Oh, she's almost burned the house down. Which, by the way, you can make pizza rolls in the oven, and they're fantastic <laughs> in the oven, by the way. Better in the oven. Point that Better, in, Better the oven. in the oven. Crispy. <laughs> Crispy, just, crunchy. And, and not to come for you at all, our caller, but just to let you know, better in the oven. <laughs> no, better in the oven. Um, I mean, uh, you'll think of later, clearly. <laughs> but I think you should sort of take what Mitra has done, what, what Mitra has said, and sort of our patented um, messy lie uh, uh, system here at Urgent Care and just lie and say your mom was killed by a drunk driver just mm. now, just now. And um, really bring this, the, the waterworks to the situation and just be like, I can't believe this has happened. Every time you do this now, you are going to remind me of the man who killed my mother. And it's um, a man. It is, it is a man. man. You know, it's it a man. It is a man. Um, I won't rest till he's behind bars. <laughs> exactly. Um, or really just or, or make up a friend that 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 just recently got hit. I mean, you really don't need to. It's not really a stretch because like people are dying from this all the time. So like also, it's not a it's not a stretch to make up a friend who might have died from this. I also think like I mean especially now that people are getting on the road after COVID and people are going fucking wild. Like drive I th- I've I've like I just know multiple people in the last two months that have either lost someone, watched someone get like, like get hit. Like it's really fucked up right now. And just, I mean, ever it's, it's always fucked up, but people are really not being careful. And it's like, it's not like fun. It's not, you're not being fun. And like, I don't, I know our caller doesn't need to hear this, but it is just like, it's not charming. And like, I feel like you really like ask yourself if you want to be friends with someone like that. Like, I, I think it's a major, major testament to like a true lack of character <laughs> to like continue that behavior absolutely after multiple wake-up calls but to do a period but i but especially like after these really scary situations so i don't know like i think it's worth like really calling that question that friendship into question yeah and maybe just tell her like and may and don't do this obviously i don't advocate for um from for calling the cops ever but like just tell her that you're going to just tell her you're going to call the cops on her the next time she does this and don't actually do it but maybe the the threat will be enough does is it does uber not exist in your fucking city that's the crazy that thing about so this. Crazy, there's like but... no there's real really no excuse anymore to not do this like yeah there are so many options available to you um and it's just crazy that in this year, our Lord 2021, we're still talking about drunk driving. Um, like it, the fact that people still do it is is wild to me. Um, Psycho. Like when I like I I have a like not close, but a friend who like another friend told me that like she was like driving drunk a bunch. And it's like, to- I just think about that every time I think about her now where I'm just like, oh, that sucks. Like just sucks. Don't yeah. do it. Maybe uh, communicate that to your friend and be like, listen, like this has now become the foremost thing in my mind when I think about you. And I don't want it, that to ruin our friendship and then kick her out, kick her out of the apartment. If you have the power to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is it's like, if she like legit is like fucking falling asleep with the oven on every night and like, not like, like, like going to quit, but also like probably at some point your car's getting wrecked, babe. So like, yeah, it's going to be like financial and a safety issue for you. So 
also, do you want to live with the person who is going to like put you at risk? No. Probably not. No. No. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, make up a friend who recently died of uh, getting hit by a drunk driver. Um, maybe look up someone, uh, a case that's actually happened for details and oh cry God. in front of her. Uh, about that and tell her that you'll never look at her the same if she continues to do this okay we have another call chelsea play it please hi mitra and joel joel and mitra i'm here with my best friend and we have a question we're hosting a brunch together this coming weekend for our birthdays um do you want to explain like yeah i mean we're not really hosting it let's talk about we're uh (laughs) we're like planning a brunch for our collective birthday we have like late taurus energy here and uh, I use he and his pronouns, she uses she, her pronouns. And we found this brunch place that we, like, went viral on TikTok and that we were very excited to go to. And we started inviting a bunch of our friends. But then one of our friends went to their website while looking at the menu and found this note that says, business casual dress only, no do-rags, no bandanas, no hoodies, no workhouse clothing or gym clothing or tank tops, etc. So we're wondering if the do-rags part is, like, has a racial undertone. And I want to acknowledge that we're, like, both BIPOC people, but I, like, read that sign, like, four times when I was deciding between restaurants, and I didn't think it was problematic, but then this person who looked at this note, um, like, kind of blasted us on our group chat with, like, one of our closest friends and was like, why would you pick this place that's clearly racist? And like, is this racist? I can't figure it out. It's like, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I suppose like, durags are traditionally racialized, but none of the other items in this list of things that they're not allowing at their brunch venue are necessarily, you know, affiliated with a specific race. Yeah. So I just don't know, is it racist if we host our birthday brunch it's bottomless and like it's a good deal and they have like ever it's not just mimosas it's like unlimited everything which i'm very excited by it's like my 24th and i'm gonna live my fantasy so is it okay if we host a party at this place love you both sit on our faces both of our faces yeah but like separately separately yeah Yeah. we don't do that together yeah okay (laughs) Woo. okay Okay. we've got a brunch Um, a birthday brunch do rags birthday birthday hunch <laughs> this, this is <laughs> birthday hunch um um yeah i don't I, know I, <laughs> yeah i don't i don't like to i don't necessarily like to be the arbiters of what is and isn't racist but yeah babe this is racist <laughs> don't go there um don't go there yeah i don't know like also it's your birthday maybe someone will pick up your check so uh if, you know you can, or maybe you can get like a free drink somewhere else but definitely i would say don't patronize this business it, it and, and also like at the very least everyone in your group chat feels uncomfortable or at least that person feels uncomfortable so like why are you going to ask them to go to a place that makes them feel uncomfortable but yeah well it um, sounds like this person just not to play devil's advocate but it sounds like this person is not inner circle um and so i think that's where some of this defensiveness is coming from is that this person is sort of an interloper in the group chat and came and for them in out. a way that was uh, aggressive and i think that they're getting a little defensive because of that um, because not only do they want to go to this place, but I think they're like when it comes from someone who's outside the inner circle, it can be a little like, right. I'm not doing something wrong. 
outer circle criticism, but unfortunately accurate criticism don't go there. Yeah. And unfortunately, like it's not just to do rags. I, I do think bandanas and hoodies are kind of racialized, unfortunately now. Um, Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's, it feels very like, it, you know, they're clearly whole- trying to get, stop a, a specific kind of person from going to their restaurant. And it's, uh, Dress codes are creepy. Grow it's, up. Yeah, it's ugly. You know, I got kicked out of um, Tom Sandoval's restaurant for wearing athleisure. Excuse me? And it's like, bitch, wake up. Athleisure is the moment, okay? Or at least it was the moment at the time that I got kicked out. It's not, it's less the moment now. But in any case, I couldn't believe it. I was, I was asked to leave for wearing athleisure. And it's I looked pretentious. amazing. It's pretentious. It's shitty. It's racist. It's classist. It sucks. Don't go there. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You want to go to a restaurant because it went viral on TikTok? That's chuggy. Okay? Chuggy. Yeah, first instance <laughs> of chuggy on the pod. Is saying chuggy chuggy? That's what I think. Well, you know what? The quickest way to get the generation behind us from stop using a word is for me to start using it. Um, I so. think for us, to, like if we're using the word chuggy, it's over. Yeah. It's, done. <laughs> it's already over. It's been, it's been done. <laughs> I mean, if the New York times is writing about it as a trend piece, it's like already halfway out the door. I think I just don't buy chuggy. I'm like, not, I'm like, stop. <laughs> what about chuggy? Don't you like, I don't know. I think because like when I first saw it, it was it like, by the time I was seeing it, it was already sort of like, here are the things that I think are chuggy. It was like all these, like, it just felt so like, oh, I hate, hate this chick. Like, <laughs> It's also like, I think like I am chuggy. Like everything I like is I've like, just have like very basic bad taste. So I think I'm just like defensive because I'm like, this is normal. Like everything. I don't, think, like- I don't think you have a lot of chuggy taste. I think like Pretty Little Liars is so basic that it actually is not chuggy anymore. It's all. <laughs> Yeah, it's all. Yeah. Like it's the office is chuggy. Friends is chuggy. Right. Know? Yeah. But Pretty Little Liars is sort of outside of that because. Yeah. No, Pretty Little yeah. Liars is like mental illness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not chuggy. I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I think I believe and trust that you guys will be able to have a. Um, a birthday brunch somewhere that isn't racist. And if we're too late and you've already gone there, um, just know that you're holding up, um, single-handedly holding up racism. Um, <laughs> you you invented it. You invented <laughs> racism by going to this brunch And place. that's chuggy. And that is chuggy. Inventing that's racism. That's so chuggy. <laughs> you know what? Bottomless brunch, bottomless brunch is chuggy. It is chuggy. Yeah, no matter how young you are. Okay. Wait, why the everything is bottomless? Not just bet, the drinks. I bet their food the tastes egg? like shit. Yeah, bottomless <laughs> what? Bottomless. If everything fucking... bottomless, they're getting it out of like a bag. Like it's yeah. like a big bag of potatoes that are frozen and they just dump it out. And yeah. at that rate, you might as well go to McDonald's. Exactly. It'll taste better. You but don't cross it. the picket line. <laughs> Wait, are we not supposed to go to McDonald's right now? I saw something that said on May 19th, McDonald's workers are going on strike. Don't cross the picket line. Oh, okay. Well, and I saw uh, that like 
This podcast definitely comes out after May 19th. So yes. So I don't know. Hopefully you didn't go to McDonald's on May 19th. (laughs) Otherwise you're chuggy. It was also the kind of thing where it's like, I haven't even gone to McDonald's recently, but I was like, fuck, I've got to get to McDonald's before May 19th. (laughs) 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 Which that's not good. If that is your impulse, that is. But it was the impulse, but I haven't gone, but it was the impulse. The impulse was like, run, don't walk. It's going, McDonald's is going away. (laughs) Okay, we have to move on. Okay, definitely. We got an email here. I'll read it. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, producer Chelsea, your most loyal chef in Australia here. Read it in an Australian accent. (laughs) Go. (laughs) I'm 20 something guy. (laughs) No, 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 no. I knew. No, 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 (laughs) You know how you say Michael Caine in his accent? You say Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here okay. we go. I'm a 20 something guy that just spent a lonely 2020 and in one last go on a couple of dating apps ended up meeting someone really kind, beautiful, smart, funny that I get along with really well. We had a great first date. I was super charmed and excited to have met her and walked her home. We kissed goodbye. A perfect night, except one tiny, really small thing. On the walk home, she put on an accent, like a French accent. It was funny for a few seconds, but then she did like an American from the South type of accent for a bit, and then British, just all saying normal things in it. It got to the point where I felt I had to keep forcing a bit of a laugh. No biggie. However, fast forward two months and we're basically starting a relationship and the accents have continued. We'll be having a nice night, making dinner together, catching up on our days, and then she'll start describing what we're cooking in a French accent for like five minutes, then British and so on. I've tried to just not say anything and hope that she'll feel like the joke flopped and not do it again. Am I the asshole here or would you be or would this be annoying to anyone else? Okay. Okay. (laughs) So um all right, so accent work. Accents, um, dialects. Dialect um, coach. Um, hmm. Shittish accent. <laughs> Shittish accent. <laughs> Love it. You're doing all the heavy lifting this week, and, and I appreciate that. Um, Shittish accent. Um, great. Um, oh, this is, sounds annoying. <laughs> this is, yeah, babe, this is annoying. This is really annoying. You, what, let's start there. You definitely don't have to feel bad for being annoyed by this because this I, sounds def- so fucking annoying. But on the bright side, I bet this chick is so hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, because if, <laughs> if she, she wasn't hot, she yeah, would know that this isn't funny. <laughs> exactly. Somebody would have called her out. But there, there, she has the hot shield up for sure. She is definitely living in a hot bubble because no one would allow her to get away with this if she wasn't hot. If I pulled this shit, <laughs> no. I would not be having sex. <laughs> Certainly not with someone as hot as wit. (laughs) (laughs) But what does he do to stop it at this point? Because you've let it go on for two months at this point. So it's really going to require some some maneuvering to get out of this predicament. And I get it because, like, how could you have known in the beginning that this was such a major part of this person's personality and lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, it's what she thinks is funny. Like, I I just think like, 
yeah, you got to just like be cold. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think there's, a, because I think like being like trying to have like a conversation about it will, will like just feel really bad. And like, it'll yeah. make- it's in this liminal space where it's like, it's not a deal breaker, but it is something that's annoying to you. So like, it is tough to have a conversation about something that is just so minor that like, yeah. obviously you can continue on in this relationship with her, but like, um, I do think that maybe what you can do is give her a dose of her own medicine and start doing accents back at her. No, because then she'll think you're playing a fun game together. But maybe she'll get so annoyed by his bad accents that she'll stop doing the accents because she'll, in turn, want to stop the game from happening. Oh, I just think she's going to be like, oh, my God, finally, like a guy who like can is like on my level. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what if it's really offensive accents? I'm giving you permission shittish accent to do some of the most offensive accents you can think of okay like start speaking in a gay voice start doing your best gay voice girlfriend you are so on um so on do your best marianne williamson girlfriend you are so on (laughs) (laughs) avatar i love how she pronounces avatar (laughs) James, thank you so much for Avatar. <laughs> um, yeah, do a really bad, like, do a really offensive gay accent every time she starts doing an accent. And when he, when she calls you out on it, I'd be like, what? You like doing accents? And it's the same thing. I'm just doing and, the same annoying then, fucking shit that exactly. you do. <laughs> and then if she's like, it's not the same thing, then you say, okay, well, if you can't, if I can't do an accent, then you can't do an accent anymore. It's only and fair. Then- and it'll give you a pretty clear way to break up. <laughs> <laughs> no, not break up. I just think it'll it'll put a stop to something that has clearly been a big part of her life for so long. Yes. I, okay. I will say my and I would I would say Wit and I've like talked about this and I would feel comfortable saying this in front of him, but like Wit has a tendency to have like a little like sort of catchphrases that he'll say like a hundred times a day. And like uh, they start out very funny. And then I hit a point where I'm like, I've had enough of this one. <laughs> and I, he, he, he just hits a point where he will pick up that I'm no longer engaging with it and he'll stop doing it. <laughs> and we've like talked about it where he's like, Oh, you, so you don't think that's funny anymore. And I'm like, you do other stuff. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have to give us an example of one. Um, like, like, I'm trying to think they're all like so random it was like literally just like he'll just like it's not like I I think this is funny still but like like just like walking around substituting the word burger for everything or whatever I'm like I'll just like I'll just hit a point where I'm like no more burger (laughs) 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 that's enough (laughs) um but I think like you have to figure out a way to convey whether it's just not laughing anymore or just being like that. I don't know about that one anymore. Like, like, and it's not making, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like, but I do think you should put a stop to it in some yeah. way because she's a menace. She must be stopped. She must be stopped. And you might be taking one for the next guy, honestly, by, by tell like she, you literally might be the first person in her life who to tell her about the accents. And, yeah. and what's wrong with them. And that is a like that is a big, 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 big role to fill in someone's life. To be the first person in someone's life to tell them that their accents aren't funny. Mm-hmm. I don't envy you. 
But yes. you might be taking one for the literally the next guy down the road. For the whole world. <laughs> for the whole world, really. But I think also, like, you know, I think it was important, like, when, when like, first navigating that with Wit, like, obviously, like, he knows that I think he's really funny and, like, a lot of other stuff that he does is funny. So, like, making sure that you do it in a way that isn't, like, I don't think you're funny or like, I don't like your sense of humor. Like, it's Mm. just, I don't like this very specific thing that you do, unless you don't think she's funny and you don't like her sense of humor, which is like a long-term issue, I think. Yeah. But don't not do this because of that, because of taking one for the next guy down the road, because literally every other guy that's dated her has also thought, had that thought. And that's why you're stuck with it now. So really think about the charity of what you're doing for the next person who's going <laughs> yes. to date her. Pay it really forward, babe. Pay it forward. <laughs> Leave the campground nicer than where, how you found it. Okay. Pay it forward, babe. <laughs> <laughs> like where even was that though? <laughs> I can do, I can, do, I, I can say one thing in an Irish accent because I took a whole class on it in college. Let's hear it. Katie's playing poker. <laughs> wow you know what we need to do stick to our day jobs <laughs> you know how much money i spent on one class to learn how to say Katie's playing poker it's i mean it's gorgeous <laughs> money well spent <laughs> money well spent well let's take a quick break and recover from that and then when we come back we'll finish out with our last two calls and emails We'll be right back. (laughs) Y'all come back now, you hear? And we're back, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why he doesn't like this. I think it's fun. I think it's We're laughing. We're laughing. We're having a great time. I'm actually team girlfriend now. We've been doing accents for literally five seconds, and it's the most fun we've had all day. So let her have it. Let her have it, I'll say. Shall we read the next email? Yeah, Yeah, baby. Yeah. (laughs) It's actually a voicemail. So, uh, Chelsea, will you play it? Hello, you two. I refuse to choose which one goes first because I love you both so much and equally. Um. I am one of your Pacific Northwest callers. Unfortunately, I am not bisexual. Um, I am just a lesbian. Boo, boring. Anyway, I want to call because I have recently started having sex with a 19-year-old. I am 24. I'm about to be 24. She's about to be 20. I identify as 24 before I actually am the year. Uh, this is something I've done for a long time. Ooh, this is getting too long. Anyway, we started having sex. I was like, this is just going to be sex. She had never had sex with a woman before. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I can teach you how to have a sex. It's scary the first time. You should do it with someone you trust. We're friends. Now we've been doing it. The sex is absolutely fantastic. And... I also really like her, um, and she clearly likes me too, and I really want her to be my girlfriend, but also I, we're about to spend three months apart because she got an internship back home on the East Coast, um, and so we're going to be doing three months apart. Do we wait? Do we do it now and have a distance relationship? Like, I just need help. 
Um, thank you so much. I love you both. You can both sit on my face, even though I don't like men. Um, thank you. Love you. Bye. Okay. Okay. A sort of a May-December romance. Mm-hmm. Gay. Gay December. <laughs> Gay. What's a what's something that goes with December? Um, December. December. Gay December romance. Gorgeous. Wow. Okay. Quick and easy. <laughs> um, so okay. I'm going to start. And I'm okay. going to say this really quickly. You need to start now and you need to do three months of long distance. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this 20-year-old, you got to get her while you can. Okay? Because if you wait three months, that's three less months that you will have with this 20-year-old who is going to dump you someday. <laughs> because they're 20. They're so young. Um, they're so, so young. And they will eventually flee and that's what 20-year-olds do. And so I think you need to lock her down now and get in as much time with the 20-year-old as you can now because she will f- eventually – she is a chrysalis, okay? She is a chrysalis and she is about to sprout her tw- young 20s wings. And by the time she is 22, she will fly, fly far, far away from you, okay? And you need to pr- gird your loins for that already. Or you'll break up with her because she's 20 and she's annoying. But – um Either way, I don't think that this relationship is long for this world. And I would love to eat my words at your wedding someday, but I don't think I will. So I think you need to lock her down now and enjoy the three months apart as much as you can. That's beautiful. Uh, (laughs) 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 My advice is the opposite, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which is um, just let her go fuck on her internship. (laughs) Like I think you should send her away on the internship free. And then if you miss each other, do long distance. I just think it's like, I don't know. I remember having an old boyfriend for one of my internships and like pining. And I'm like, man, I could have just been hooking up. What was I doing? And I feel like that's how she's going to feel. Um, so did you feel that in the moment or did you feel that after the fact? Um, I mean, I like there, it's like, there's something very romantic about the pining, but I, I definitely think it would have been cooler to have been hooking up, but I think in the moment, I was now in the moment, I think that now, yeah, yeah, who does she, who does, who does gay to descend her romance want to service here? Her future girlfriend, like the, the, the future version of her girlfriend or herself now? And that's the thing. Do you want to be selfish yeah. or do you want to be sort of unselfishly looking out for your future girlfriend's like, you know, interest in hooking up while I'm I also just think it's not so black and white. It's like, can you be open? Like, can you not? Can you like still be talking to each other and like, but also allowed to hook up with other people? Like, I just I I'm like. I don't, I don't know. Think, I, mean, I don't think you get lesbians. I don't think you get lesbians at all. That's not how they operate, babe. That is not I never said I did. I'm operate. asking the question. I'm simply asking the question. Okay. <laughs> and I'm saying, okay. <laughs> I'm saying, I know every lesbian. I know every single one. I know the inside and outs of their hearts and their minds. And I can say unequivocally, that's not how they operate. And all right. Well, I stand corrected. Do what Joel said. <laughs> Joel said I was being crazy. Joel said a woman was being crazy. <laughs> Joel said I was being crazy. 
Ridiculous <laughs> <Pretty care> listeners, <laughs> sound off. No. <laughs> Give us two stars on iTunes. How dare you? <laughs> I didn't like it when Joel called Mitra crazy. Three stars. But I loved it when Mitra did accents. Two stars. <laughs> um, couldn't, get my, uh, couldn't get my iTunes app to update as fast as I wanted. One star. <laughs> what was the review that we got this week that was really funny? It was like, some, I want to pull it up. I know, is it gauche to read a funny review? <laughs> no, I think a lot of podcasts do that, actually. Okay, every episode is a fever dream that takes place in a fictional restaurant and half the time is spent naming callers, but good God, do I love it. (laughs) (laughs) A fictional restaurant, really. Fictional restaurant. Oh, yeah. Okay, we we have to circle back to this. (laughs) Yeah, we do have to circle back to this. But are we, I think we're done with this caller. I think we're done with this call. Break up or don't. (laughs) Chef, yeah. Let her have the, let either do the thing you want to do or don't do it. We have nothing to offer him. Does so. that help? Well, I think we added some shading to her two options. Okay. So yes. she knows that like she can either lock her down now for her own self-interest or let her fly free for her for her girlfriend's self-interest. Yes. Or be open. But I guess that's not allowed. <laughs> nope. That's not allowed and will not happen. Never in a million fucking years. Keep dreaming, Mitra. Keep dreaming. Okay. Fine. I stand corrected. All right, we have one final email. Email. Should I read it? Yeah, I think it's your turn. Okay. Hi, executive chefs slash partners, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, and of course, GMs, Chelsea and her. Oh, and then, okay. My husband has been in a band on and off for the entire time we've known each other, about six years. Being a musician is an important hobby for him, and his music taste is actually a big part of how we met. I messaged him on Hinge because he had a picture that reminded me of a band's album art, and he responded that it was an homage, and I was the only person to ever notice. Pretty much everything about the band makes me cringe. Their name is embarrassing, and I hate telling it to people. His bandmates are older. He is 31. They are 41. They are 41 and 49. I think as a result, their influences skew older, so the music they make is straight-up dad band butt rock. Please no one come for me in the cup dates to argue about butt rock. The 49-year-old drummer does the promos on the band's social media and posts things like, sounds better than your mom, which makes me regret any, regret any association with the band at all. It's not my cup of tea, but sure, everyone is good at their instruments and such. I'm mostly shielded from having to listen to them aside from shows and when they recorded some songs and gave them to my husband to mix instead of paying a professional, then I had to hear all the demos on repeat for weeks. I still gave constructive input when asked. My question is, am I being a bad partner slash unsupportive by not enjoying his band? I try really hard to support him. I go to all their shows and make sure that he eats dinner before he goes to band practice every week. I'm only a little snarky about the, quote, jokes the drummer tries to make while on stage. Sometimes I'm one of five people in the audience at their shows, and sometimes it's just me and a bunch of creepy Gen Xers at a bar. Is there a way to make my experience more bearable, or am I just being a killjoy? Any advice, hinged or unhinged, is welcome. I love you both equally. Thank you so much. And her pronouns, she, her, husband, he, him. Okay. Um, Okay. Butt rock. Never heard that one before. Me neither. Uh so I, I think you're safe from the cup dates, babe. <laughs> um, um, okay. Um, Alice in Chains. Um, um, Malice in Chains. Um, <laughs> she hates the band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, 
Let's answer the central question here, which she's asking, which is, am, are you being a bad partner slash unsupportive by not enjoying his band? I think we can unequivocally say, no, you are not being a bad partner or unsupportive for not enjoying his band. You can't help your taste in music. Yeah. And it's I mean, no- and you, you show up, you're not trying to get him to leave the band. Like you, and you don't have to like the band members. You just like, I, I don't think you should be forced to hang out with the drummer that you don't like. Like you don't have to like hang out with people that you hate, but you go to the shows. Like you, you don't try to stop them from being in the band. You like give them notes on the music. Like sounds to me like you're being very supportive despite hating it. So great. (laughs) But I think there's kind of nothing you can do about like, he will really resent you if you try to keep him from being in the band. So I like, that's not an option. Yeah. I mean, I think you could go full Yoko here though. I do think there's that, that is an option. Um, like I do think you can sort of gently encourage him to go solo or maybe start a new band of his own with people, his own age who have similar tastes to him, you know, like I think you can sort of be, put that little earworm in his, in his brain, let it dig around. You could encourage him to run the social media or you could run the social media. Like that's a way to be supportive and like also not have that guy making jokes. Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, I think the fact that you are sometimes one of five people in the audience at the shows is shows that you are absolutely 10 times more supportive than I think a lot of people would be in this situation, considering how much you hate the band. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like it being embarrassing and stuff, I wouldn't like, I think you can sort of work to stop being so obsessed about it being bad or like it being embarrassing because it sounds like nobody fucking cares about the band. Like nobody's going to their shows. Nobody's listening to them. No one's paying attention to them. So it's like, even if it's embarrassing, it's still like, who cares? Like no one's looking at it. Like, right. And you don't have to, like, you can mute the band on all platforms. You don't have to like be, you can still follow throw like, throw, throw your handle towards that follower account, baby. But like, you don't have to be engaging with the things that you don't like other than the actual shows themselves. Yeah. I think, um, you can definitely do all of those things. And you can also, um, just remember that this will probably run its course. It doesn't sound like they're going to be a huge, massive success anytime soon. And those guys are 41 and 49. They're going to die soon. (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna straight up die of old age soon they're so fucking old oh my god <laughs> so you won't have to worry about it for much longer <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. i just just got a dm from ryan producer uh engineer ryan that he is in fact 41 years old um so r.i.p ryan uh <laughs> fucking rude ass <laughs> I am much closer to 41 than I am not. So it is a self own in many ways as well. Um, but yeah, those guys are going to die soon. So <laughs> he's doubling down. <laughs> Nasty ass. <laughs> it's the parasite talking. Joel's parasite, parasite is talking. Yeah. It's taken <laughs> over my brain. It's traveled up my body into my brain and it's taken over. It is- <laughs> the lizard. It the is lizard is in Joel's brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think you're doing a good job. I think everything you're doing right now is seems way more supportive than it needs to be. I do not think the band will last 
that much longer. I think maybe get pregnant. Maybe get pregnant. <laughs> and give them something really to focus on. And be yeah. like, sorry, you have to focus on being a dad. You can't be in this band anymore. Get him, a, yeah, get him, or get him like six dogs. Yeah. Get him, um, get him like, uh, maybe like have him um, get like a really broken down car and be like, maybe you focus on this, fix this. Get injured. Mm, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> so there's lots of ways you can get attention. Um, but I think you're fine. I think you're being nice. Um, yeah. Send us we the music, did. please. <laughs> so we can find out what butt rock is. <laughs> um, she did. She did include the name of the band in the email, the original email. Oh. Um, but obviously we can't read it on the pod. So I didn't Rawr. include it. But we can go and look at it together after this. Okay, great. <laughs> um, um, and that's fact- our... Yeah, we could do it right now if we wanted to, because guess what, bitch? The podcast is over. Can I? I just want something that I was really thinking about this week because that that review ignited something in me, which is that um, we don't have a name for the restaurant. Like, obviously, Urgent Care Podcast is sort of the umbrella company for the restaurant, but we don't have a name for the restaurant. It's sort of the the garden to our Olive Garden slash Red Lobster. Sort of the restaurant group. Urgent Care Podcast is the restaurant group. Right. It's like the limited, but like there's like, you know, Victoria's Secret and all this Mm -hmm, stuff. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just curious, you know. I know like we'll probably have ideas at some point. JK, we'll literally never have a good idea ever, but I wonder if our listeners have any suggestions of a name for the restaurant, but I do think we should, we should name the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, why not go deeper into the crevasse and (laughs) start naming the restaurant? I mean, we've completely retooled the podcast to center around this restaurant metaphor. (laughs) So why not continue to go down into that hole and see where it leads us? So pop off listeners let us let us know what you think um and also feel free to uh email us with any uh asking for advice as well email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com call us at 323-334-0371 keep it snappy write it out if you need to um and rate review us five stars on itunes yeah and keep it to five stars okay don't do four stars as a joke i know i say it every time but it, it really is some of you keep doing it so you can keep giving us four stars as a, as a bit. Yeah. And it's really fucking annoying. Just give us yeah. five stars. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause if we, if we, if we get five star reviews, we, we get one penny for every five star review. <laughs> and we need the money. <laughs> and then we're going to be at what? 25 cents. <laughs> so we great. Okay. Um, well, thank Mitra, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, thank Ryan. You, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Thank you, our listeners. And most of all, thank you, Joel. And thank you, God. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Mitra. (laughs) Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Mitra. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye, listeners. Cheerio.